0: Cinema 7. Guess who just got back today? Them wild-eyed boys that had been away. Haven't changed, had
1: much to say. But man, I still think them cats are crazy
2: you were around how you was where you could be found I told them you were living downtown driving all the old men crazy the boys are back in town the boys are back in
0: town, I said, the boys are back in town.
2: hello and welcome to cinema seven i'm your host chris hawk to my left as always joshua Haddock's. yep to my right mara vakari what it do? We are a podcast for movies, TV shows, and anything else,
3: and all of the above. Just say it. we're all of the above. We're all of the above. We'll
2: d all of the above. <laughs> so, before we get into the the mixed stuff, there's some good news we got to talk about, and that's bad news then turns into good news. It's called Carrie Fisher having a heart attack, one thousand feet. Oh, well, actually, it was like it's like thirty thousand feet up in the air.
3: It's terrible, man. They have to wait to land, too, right?
2: She was ten minutes before landing. Oh. While she had a heart attack and she didn't breathe or have a pulse for ten minutes, so the staff. So did
3: she was technically kind of gone. Like, kind of,
2: but she's in stable condition now, and we wish the best because yeah. 2016 has not been kind for anyone. It really Josh hasn't. No, no, Josh joke. I'm not on doing this one? a you know, Josh joke on
1: Trust me, not doing a Josh joke like on that one. I like
2: her. I can't. So that's, that's happy. We're, we're happy for her family. We're happy for you know, her daughter and her dog, who's with them right now. I, the am, news?
3: I am news. I am very happy for two things right now. One, yes, Carrie Fisher is good. Two,
1: Chris Hawk's back. What's up? That's right. What's up? He's back.
2: For, for Rogue One. I got to be back for this. You got to be back <laughs> for Rogue back. One. So any news? Do we got some news, 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 news? News? No, there's none. There's none of that. There's none. So, uh, Rogue One, full speed ahead. Spoilers ahead. We're not – no ifs, ands, or buts. We're just getting straight into it's spoiler territory. More, yeah. We're going to dig. There's a whole bucket of spoilers. We're going to dig it out. And we're throw it on each other your face, throw it in your ear holes. We're going in at it. There's, there's just – anything that's going to happen. I don't even know. You haven't seen this movie yet. You're not a true Star Wars fan. That's right, true. Mario?
3: Yes, that was correct,
2: Chris Hart. All right. Thank you. Thank you. So, we're just going to go right into general thoughts and likes and Josh – one more time for me hit, hit me baby one more time let's do this take two take, take two. two check
1: please okay check, please. so going um I've already seen it twice, I loved it a lot uh <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just stabbed on gonna- Josh I just dabbed on you
1: the fuck man <laughs>
2: I'm just excited. This is a great. This is good. Stuff. Anyways, yeah. well,
1: there was my F word for the episode. Yeah. But um, yeah, I've seen it twice. Um, I told Mario I first saw it the second time with my mom. I loved it a lot more, not just because um I noticed a lot more stuff and I just enjoyed it, but like get to see my mom kind of like I never seen her in a movie smile that much and feel like she was like back in the 80s. You know, did she
2: watch watching. all of them in theaters? She did. That's pretty
1: cool. I think that's why she liked it. She goes, she was like um at the end of it when they showed you know Leia. She's like, Oh, it's hope. She goes, Oh it connects. <laughs> I was like, Well, yes, mom, it's it's a prequel. Yeah. She goes, but this is like the first one where we can go home and just continue it. I'm like, Yeah. She goes, Oh my gosh.
2: And then um How after- great would it be if they just start doing it for all the tri- all the entire movies now? They, oh, no. they There's a prequel in between every single movie. They
3: make like three movies in between six and seven.
2: <laughs> they need to. <laughs> they what if they do what if they do an actual Clone Wars movie?
3: I, that would be cool. Would like be I just I want to see a, a Clone it. Wars
2: mission. Yeah, you did talk to about Obi-Wan that. and Hayden Christensen just doing their thing.
3: Yeah. So yeah. so you you liked it better the second time? Yeah,
1: a lot more. I mean, I liked it a lot the first time, a lot more second time. I, I cuz like we talked about this too. I think we all did in a couple podcasts when we bring up Force Awakens. It's like, yeah, it was a cool movie, mm-hmm. but we I can't finish it at home. I've tried so many times. I have it on Blu-ray. I've yet to, like, just sit down and just watch it again. I don't know why. Like, like halfway through, I get...
2: Super bored.
1: It's, yeah, bored. It's legit bored. Like, um, I think it's because there's so much happening to the point where it's like, I feel like he was trying to cram so much into one movie, which I'm okay with sometimes, but I just feel like since it was for the new fans and the old fans at the same time, I was kind of like, I feel like it was more made for... Disney kid Star Wars fans. This was more of like true to the well, originals.
3: Force Awakens was was fun. It was good. I, I think it, what it is, sadly, the worst it, part
2: about Force Awakens is the Starkiller base. Let's just get it over with. Yeah, yeah. worst, worst, yep. definitely worst part. It's,
3: well, I mean, it's an action-packed thrill ride. I mean, it's fanfare, no holds no, bar, no, no holds bar. No no, it's fanfare, nostalgia. Cage it's rehashing.
2: Um, after watching Rogue One, you definitely feel that. The Death Star is menacing. It's it's crazy, destructive. And then Star Killer Base out of nowhere. Whoa, yeah, woo! It, I think it completely diminishes Star Killer Base after you. You see Rogue One, then then you see Force Awakens. You're like, my Star Killer Base kind of sucks. It does. What's your uh, general thoughts on Rogue One, Chris
3: yeah.
0: Hawk?
2: So I saw this in a dinky theater up in uh, South Hill, and it was like a two theater theater. And everyone in the room was Star Wars fans. You could tell there are some people wearing like Chewbacca onesies and stuff like that, which is pretty dope. I I uh, I was all by myself. Dope, dope. Uh, I was all by myself with a bag of popcorn, and I watched the movie. And I was I was I was just like, this is amazing, another Star Wars movie in my lifetime, and I'm so lucky. And I I enjoyed it through and through. This I um. It was hard not to get my expectations up, like the week before yeah. the movie, because I was telling, I was like, "Oh my God, people are liking this movie a lot." I was texting Mario, I was like, "Dude, expectations are so, almost too high. They're reaching critical mass right now because they're just." I, it was really hard not to read anything. Yeah, it was really hard. It was. And what I tell what I tell Mario, like every time I saw a trailer, my the part I was scared of the most was, was Jin yeah. not emoting enough and. Yeah. I think she emoted a little bit too much and that. So not too much, but she uh, emoted just enough for me that I wasn't worried about her yeah. being a super stiff main character. And I was happy about that. We got to see two screenshots of her crying her eyes off, which was a one too many, but we got to see her crying her eyes out. But uh, I liked the characters. I liked the first and third acts and I felt it was some of the best stories I've seen in a long time. Even after seeing the Force Awakens,
1: heck to the
3: yes on that. I, I mean, I agree. I think it is better than Force Awakens. Um, Force. I think when you when you first saw Force Awakens in the theaters, I think it was hype. I think it was. It's been so long. Since yeah, you've I seen excite, Star Wars. yeah, I think it was excitement. I think it was excitement. Yeah, it's been like ten years since the last since Episode Three.
2: Because you got the new and the old.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Luke, Han, I mean, all that. You're just, like, you're overwhelmed with excitement and hype and and just fanfare and the nostalgia. But then when you actually sit down and watch it, you're like, uh, can this movie take a break? Can – I mean, can we get away from the original movies? Those are our own movies. Can you be your own thing? And I think this goes – I think this does nostalgia right, honestly, because it's – I mean, obviously it's based in the timeline, so it it's obviously – um, nostalgia is not really a factor when it's based in the timeline. Yeah. But I think that when it does show things uh, of nostalgia, it, it gets. I think it gets it right.
2: I just think uh, when you first watch the Force Awakens, it hits every beat that you wanted from yeah. a Star Wars movie. It's the safest movie they could have made. Yeah. And sometimes when you're going too safe, you don't hit any risks. And the only risks that they made was their diversity of the new cast, you know Poe, Finn, and Ray. That's it. That's mm-hmm. really the only the only really good risks they took, other than killing Han Solo. Yeah. And it's great. the the core cast The new core cast is great, and the old core cast yeah. is great also. But Star Killer based ruined that movie for me. No, I'm not ruined that movie for me. But it just it's not. It, it kind it, it down. It makes it feel lackluster a little just, bit. Yeah. Two Death Stars is enough. Yeah. It really truly is. But we're I, talking about we're talking about Rogue One. That's true. We're about Rogue
3: One. I personally feel like Rogue One, and it's just me. I mean, I feel like this. And I even texted you, and I was like, "This right here is Star Wars." This is pod racing. You even posted this is about <laughs> it. You even posted about it. you're like, yeah. "This
1: this guy Gareth Edwards gets Star Wars." He
3: does. Gareth Edwards gets <laughs> Star Wars to me. I mean, I was hesitant as first as a Star Wars fan when Lucas first sold, you know, Star Wars. Yeah, I, I was very hesitant, but I was very excited for this movie, especially like when I saw the trailer, the teaser, and stuff for Force Awakens, because I was at. Um,
2: Star Wars Con,
3: Star Wars Celebration last year in April when I when they dropped the teaser for Force Awakens or the tr- the actual trailer and you know I was like wow this is exciting. But when I sat down in in the panel for Rogue One and hear Gareth Edwards talk, hear the guy who came up with the story um who was actually works for uh, Industrial Light and Magic, I was like this, like, I'm super excited for this because they feel like, I feel like they're trying to do something different.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And, I mean, Force Awakens, obviously there was kind of a mystery there. But, I think when I saw it, after seeing Force Awakens, like you said, you know, seeing the things that are, were rehashed and and uh, stuff like that. The new cast is great, yes. But, like, after, like, then seeing Rogue One, it's just like, they... Went for it. They did something completely different. And that's just completely my opinion and your opinion and Josh's opinion. And like we said. Diversity.
2: The whole cast is diverse. Yeah.
3: And like we said. The only uh, white person
2: on the team is the droid. I mean. (laughs) Come on now. That's true. Alan Tudyk.
3: Did you see. I saw a thing that they think that's their version of getting Jar Jar correct.
2: The robot? Yeah. The robot was way too serious to be. I know. Serious. I guess it getting was, the jokes right or getting uh, the, the timing. timing. Yeah. yeah, I guess. I don't think they're ever gonna make another Jar Jar ever.
3: Did you see the Photoshop picture of him in the Jar background? Jar? They're like, there he is. Cameo. <laughs> Jar Jar cameo. Jar Jar cameo. <laughs> uh, but I mean, I think not only does this bring us back, but I think, like I was saying, it brings us back in a new light and a new style. A new hope. Like, get
2: out of here. <laughs> get out of here right now. Right, no more Josh jokes. Check no please. please. Check please. Get out of here, it, Josh.
3: I think it brings us backwards to, to show us I guess in baby steps that we can move forward with Star Wars because with Force Awakens I didn't really feel like we were moving forward in a lot of ways but I know it's not popular opinion or it is popular opinion I'm sorry that um, without George Lucas Star Wars is can do no wrong but I really like the subtle nods that they did to this movie to Lucas and his, like, camera work, his style, especially, like, you, you were saying how they tied the prequels...
0: With the it, e- was e- that in our
3: first take you said that? Or did you say that in the second take, both. too? I said on both. How it ties the prequels in the... in the
2: That's that's easily one of the better parts of the movie, is the, the Mon Mothra and Bale Organa. Yeah. When Bail, when Bail Organa stepped on the scene, I was like,
1: there's amazing stuff right there. You guys ever see this guy? <laughs> it's from like his Mario clap, too. We're in the theater, it's all quiet, and he comes in and he goes... <laughs> <laughs> everyone's laughing. Mario's, Mario's the only one in the theater clapping and everyone's like what's he clapping for he's like Bill O'Gona are you like, kidding this, me this is a Star Wars film this right here is Star Wars I feel like too this compared to Force Awakens I really like the CGI in this film too remember how we talked about how like some of the ships were like models the way they yeah, looked they, like, did, they, they look, were really detailed they looked just like models they might have been models ooh ooh, what they were models this is great CGI but man. yeah I did I did clap
3: for Bill O'Gona I clapped Bill? for him twice Bill Agana's when he uh,
2: the best part. The best part that made me super sad was when uh, he's going back to Alderaan. Yeah. Oh, oh god, I was so sad. I was like, "Don't go, don't go, don't go."
3: But I thought a, a lot of the like the space shots, especially. I thought the way the ships enter orbit and drop into planets. I thought they were relevant of the prequels. You know, I love the prequels. Um, I thought because you know, I, I think they deserve our credit, but I think it also gives us um. I thought Rogue One gives us action, like gives us the action uh, we wanted yeah. mm-hmm. in Star Wars. Um, but it's also still gives us a break from that action. With I thought that I personally thought the dialogue was meaningful, and we'll get into some of like John Kanoki's opinions because I'll name them off for him. Um but I like the dialogue. I thought the storytelling made sense to the story in which they're trying to tell in this one off movie because it, it's one off movie. It's it's its own movie. You know, it's
2: I don't know. Felicity uh Felicity Jones has a she has a, a rematch clause in her contract. Really? That if she uh if, if she beats uh, Gareth Edwards in a no <laughs> holds bar Hell in a Cell match, yeah. she she can go back for rogue two. Does that mean um yeah, rematch clause.
3: K K T S O two or whatever, what's his name? Kate uh KTS K,
2: K, I, KTS. Does he
3: have the money in the bank briefcase? K2. <laughs> yeah, he does. Going to money in it? the bank.
2: She can, uh, yeah.
3: I mean, what did you guys think of the pacing and the storytelling of this, of Rogue One? I,
1: I thought the um, the first 15, 20 minutes, I was really, really worried because yeah. it was kind of jumping around to planets and I was like, oh no, oh no. But then um, once they pretty much introduce like the main Rogue One squad, that's when it goes off into like, this movie's really good. I think at first... Um, also, like how some of my friends talk to you on Facebook, and my friends mean that one guy, who's <laughs> my old boss's son. Shout out to you. Um, people were expecting, like, dude, where are the Jedi's at? Where this is yeah. Star Wars, and I'm like, that it's not about Jedi. Can I, we can,
2: can we just be glad that there wasn't a Skywalker soap opera movie? So great. I mean, so, getting
3: man. away from Skywalker. Skywalker. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I do think a lot of people that might have disliked it were expecting more of an expansion. Of the universe, or more yeah. of uh, an episode, or more something like um, John Knokey, I think, believes he wanted it to be a little more meaningful to the universe. It was. Meaningful. And I, I, I think that makes sense. I think where I would disagree is like, I see what they were trying to do is this is a war movie, technically. You know what I mean? And it, it's obviously a one off movie.
2: I feel that. This movie accomplished what it set out to do, and that is be one of the most successful retcons of a 40-year-old movie on why the Death Star was made so shitty. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. There's a reason why. Because the guy who made it sabotaged it. Best best retcon of all time. They they pretty much ended
1: the joke of the Death Star in this movie. They were like, oh, this is why the hole's there. So shut up.
2: Yeah, shut up. (laughs) All their Star Wars fans, why would the engineers do that? This is why. This This is why. And that's the best retcon of all time. You just can't beat that. That's true. Back to the pacing and like the plot and stuff, Mm -hmm. or the storytelling. So act one is one of my um, act one and act three are some of my favorite parts of the movie. I I the uh, when we first meet, uh, Galen is it Galen, is it
3: Cassidy? You think of the uh, the first Galen,
2: Galen, her dad, whatever her oh yeah 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 Galen. We meet Galen and wife who dies instantly, and little Jen... That was some great stuff. Everyone's all wet and rainy. I did
3: really enjoy that part.
2: uh, Mendelssohn. What was his name? Krennic. I thought Krennic was a great villain. Keurig? He makes (laughs) like a coffee coffee. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Krennic was, I thought he was a great villain. He was just very snark and menacing. Right off the bat, he was, like when he said that his wife died and he said, my condolences. And then, oh, look, she's back from the grave deadpan he said it straight deadpan too i was like that was back from the dead amazing. He, yeah. knew. he knew he knew and then he might have been the best actor uh, i
3: i think he did a really good he job he plays some a lot of good movies the, one of the
2: better parts of the movie is when he's looking up at the death star at the end and he sees his weapon kill him and i was like that right yeah. there man that hurts
1: like we said we're go- we're no holds barred no holds barred all out now i will um I know your opinion of the CGI and like some characters. Oh, what did you oh, like? Okay. Chris? So when I first
2: saw um, Tarkin, I was like, "Wait a minute, he's dead." <laughs> yeah, he's dead. So when I saw it, I was like, "I'm looking." I'm, I was definitely looking for some bad stuff with the CGI. And if you look at it too, if you look at it too long, it shows. A it shows. It definitely yeah, shows. I think if
1: you look for it, you're It'll gonna show. see. That's it. what I it, did. Because yeah. it
2: almost looks like highly detailed clay, and you could you could tell. It's a little rubbery. Yeah. But it didn't bother me that much cuz it got the mannerisms, it got the voice down. And what what I really look for is the eyes. The eyes really tell you if they do a good job or not. And I I do believe that they did a great job with Tarkin. Leia, it was okay. She was I th- I felt she was too flawless. Did did you did you think that? I felt she was like too perfect. I know some people feel like it looked like face swap.
3: Really, See, I, didn't, I wow. didn't think that. I felt I I, that was that
2: bad. That I th- was great. I, I thought she was too perfect. Yeah. I don't remember Leia being. Well, it's weird because it's CGI and everything. Everything in CGI is very clean. That is so. True. I'm just. I don't remember Leia being that clean at the beginning of New Hope. But flawless. I feel like Leia was too flawless. Didn't bother me though. I thought, yeah.
1: So, speaking of Princess Leia at the end, I'm just going to say, cause I can't wait to talk about it, I'll talk about it now, that Vader scene. Can we talk about the Vader scene?
2: you want to talk about the Vader scene now? Do you want to talk about Mario? You wanna do later, t- you want to wait till we talk about Act 3? Yeah, three? yeah let, let's get, right, we'll let's get into... Yeah, we'll uh,
3: but you liked Act 1 and Act 3 the
2: most. The best. I was I was enthralled the entire way.
3: What I I mean, I said I liked the dialogue, I liked the storytelling. Um, I think you, by saying you liked Act 1 and 3... Johnny
2: Yen had the best and worst lines in this movie. Like, there are some parts where his lines were like, boom, they hit, great hit, yeah. just keep the movie going. And there are some lines where they were kind of cringy from him. They were shoehorned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it felt... So, Donnie Yen was easily one of the better parts of the movie, but his lines, his delivery of the lines sometimes was off. Yeah. I think that was the only noticeable times in the movie where I was like, mm-hmm. I took, I, I got taken out a little bit because of his lines.
1: Yeah, for um, me the first time viewing it, it wasn't him. It was the droid because at first I was like oh the droids just doing comedy okay, Yeah, here we go, but then um the Second time I watched it. I was like, okay, you know what? I appreciate the droid and I, I think appreciate-
2: every every line of his is a funny line Isn't yeah, it Yeah,
1: pretty much
3: he's he's like a complete opposite of C-3PO like if you take C-3PO His cuz C-3PO is like scared, you know, he's like no we can't do this Let's do this and he's more like, you know, I'm confident
2: do you guys like him better than BB-8?
3: Uh, yeah,
1: I mean, I, as of I now, mean, I don't like um,
2: BB-8. I I think like BB-8
3: is just—it's just,
1: it's just a, a cutesy version of R2. It's like uh, let's let's make it something cutesy. I would like BB-8 more if you didn't do a thumbs up.
2: Come on, man! That was the best part. Are you uh, it was me right funny,
1: now? but then like we think about, it, you're like, was that necessary? I'm about to be so triggered right now. <laughs> you can't
2: tell me that was not one of the cutest droid things of all time. First Bro. of all,
3: I hate meta. When something's aware of itself, obviously that is.
2: What are you talking about? I did not even
3: know. Then, he's basically thumbs upping the crowd. What? Thumbs upping? No, he's nice. thumb upping Finn. Have you ever seen Star? Someone in Star Wars give a thumbs up? Do would they, yes. people in Yes, yes.
2: Han Solo gives a thumbs up to Luke when he shoots out his first Tie Fighter.
3: No, he does. Great it. shot,
2: kid. He throws up a thumbs up. Does he? Yeah. Thank you very much, how Mario. How Bakari. would a droid know the thumbs up? Point to Hawk. Thank, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm chest. pretty sure. I'm going to like, have to look. I don't pa- think actually, he's... pause it right now. I'm going to look up that scene. Okay. It might be an edited part. Not enough evidence. You know, we looked at it. There's, it looks <laughs> like he's doing a thumbs up. We legit paused the podcast yeah, we, to see if we he we thumbs did. up. It
1: was like 10
2: minutes. We're, Wars, is, um, what were we talking about?
3: We're talking about, uh, meta. oh, if the droid was better than BB-8. I, I, yeah.
2: I don't think BB-8 was meta. I just think maybe he's just too upbeat. Maybe you just don't like how upbeat he is. He's like Spider-Man, the new Marvel Spider-Man. You know? maybe he's yeah. too upbeat. Yeah, K two was pretty dope. Pretty dope.
1: I will say, yeah, K two had some cool scenes, like when he caught the uh, grenade and it was like, really, and just threw it back at him. He's like, I'm on the ship, bye." I was like, "Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he can actually do stuff. That's pretty cool."
3: I I personally liked a lot of the characters in this movie. I felt more compassion towards these characters than I did in a lot of uh of the Rogue One characters or Force Awakens characters. I thought um. Rogue One, in my opinion, overall had the feel and tone of Star Wars. You know, it com- it was combining both elements of the originals and the prequels to me, and I I absolutely s- I saw it, and I loved it. Um, it just it just fits with Star Wars, in my opinion. This, this movie fits with the first six of Star Wars. Um, despite- you mean seven? Well, the first six. No, is- there's seven. I think it fits for the first six. I there don't know seven movies. I know, but I don't think it fits Force Awakens. Why not? It just doesn't have the same feel, the same overall tone and look, in my opinion. I, th- I, did, I just think that despite the new camera techniques and no Jedi and more battling, I, I felt like than we've seen in Star Wars, this just looked more of a Star Wars movie to me than Force Awakens. And I gave, I mean, I'm not trying to crap on Force Awakens. I like,
1: That's what it sounds like.
3: I liked Force Awakens. I gave it an 8 out of 10, but... You know, it's like we said. It's once you watch it at home again, you you just you pick up more of. I think I
2: give that movie a BB eight thumbs up. That's what (laughs) that's what I do. That's what I do. That's what I do.
3: I don't know. Did this feel like Star Wars to you guys?
1: Like, I think both of them felt like Star Wars to me. But if I had choose, like, you know, what would you want to watch more? I'd be more happier with Rogue One, personally. Now, now, if I was like with a person who was like, I've never seen Star Wars. Should I start like, with the originals, the prequels, or just go off Force Awakens? I'd be like, you might be happier with Force Awakens, because I know people who had never seen Star Wars. Um,
2: they start off with, no. You got to start off with the original trilogy.
1: But some people, like today, like um, I know some people that never saw Star Wars and saw Force Awakens. They're like, oh, that's good. And then when I watch the originals, they watch the originals go, oh, this is boring. I'm like, you're, you're an idiot. This is, <laughs> this is fantastic. <laughs> I think it just depends on what kind of person it is. Like if they're like I can't stand old movies, I'm like, like well then you wouldn't well, like the original Star Wars. What I
3: say what I say the one day I said each Star Wars I think has its own audience. Yeah, it does. Each Star Wars is 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 uh different in its own way. Um I think that's that's awesome. That like especially um like the originals and the prequels. I hope Force Awakened or the next Episode 8 and 9 at least match uh Episode 7 so that it feels like each trilogy has its own identity.
1: Yeah, probably in a lot Force of ways. Flakeans is probably more of the uh, since, like he said, it's all its own story. Maybe yeah. Force Awakens is more of a lighter tone. That's what he probably was going for.
3: I know
2: we're kind of going all over the place we here. Are. We we are. Are. Why don't we talk about what we didn't like now?
0: Yeah,
3: or do you want to talk about like? How about we talk about uh, Jen Orso's overall story in this?
2: Well, that's what I was going to talk about. Because John,
3: let, let me uh, pull up what you you can talk about it while I pull up what John Kenoki didn't thought.
2: We, didn't thought. He did we did it. Dot. He did dot. We did it. Dot. He didn't. He dot. didn't
3: like her ent- entire story. He said he said, um, she could have been more, been replaced with more scenes to allow the team to really mesh. He believes that the beginning with the mercenary guy felt unneeded, as well as it took away from the team and their task. Um, he just, I, he just thinks Jen's whole purpose is to explain how they blew up the Death Star in in this one in just one shot.
2: I think Jen Jen gets shafted the entire movie. Yeah, she um, um, film wise, she doesn't she doesn't redeem her. She doesn't get redeem redemption at all. She doesn't get to kill Krennic, which which pissed me off during the during the third act. The third act of this movie is my favorite part, and also the part that shouldn't work in this movie, like. It shouldn't work, yeah. but it's easily the most entertaining part of this movie.
3: Yeah, I personally, uh, bes- that was John Kenoki's opinions. I personally, I liked Jen's entire story. I loved the whole rivalry between Krennick and her. Like, I really wanted her to kill him.
2: Me too. And that should have been her redemption, yeah. not Cassie. I mean,
3: she technically gets redemption if you think about it. No, man. she doesn't.
2: No. No cat there's no reason for cassian to come back and kill him there's no reason character wise i know there's no she he killed he killed well he was the reason why the mother died he's not in he's not directly involved with the father's death but him being there made the rebels kill him the father really the rebels (laughs) killed her dad you know that? Yeah, yeah. they did, blow, five, up the, they did blow up the. They did blow up I did like how
1: it showed the rebels like had a dark side too. Like not necessarily That's, a dark side, but like, know, you know, the you know mo- They're like gray. it's not all it like did, good. It did. Know? It did.
3: It kind of showed you the gray area here. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, sometimes we can do that too much nowadays, mm-hmm. where we're just like we got to show you the gray area of everything. But, like, I thought this was really cool how it showed you,
1: you know. Like, even the good guys do bad things. Yeah. yeah. Even the
2: Empire is just regular people and also. What,
3: and that's what what's-his-name says. Uh, uh, what is it? How does Cassian? Cassian. Cassian. He says that to her. He's like, well, I've-you're not the only one who's felt lost because they even show him kill that dude in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, which he is... kills. He literally
2: kills everyone. <laughs> he, he he is basically an assassin. He's like a yeah. 007 for the rebels.
3: I mean, yeah. I mean, the it rebels needed is, that. Yeah. Every every side needs that if you want to win in war.
2: Uh the the first act of this movie got me into this movie. It just it it functionally it works. It works a lot. You uh you know go see the mentor escape from a blowing up planet. Everything the beats the, yeah. The characters, the dialogue, you know, getting together, it works very well. And then you get into the second act, which they do the exact same thing in the first act, and they just double it up, and yeah. they do it in the second act, which-, which which is, I mean, it's okay. But then they get to the part where it's like one of my least favorite things in movies is when they try to. They actually have to figure out what the third act is. Usually in movies, when you get to the third act, it should happen organically. The second, act sets up, the second act sets up the third act. In this movie, they have to come up with the third act. And that is like one of my least favorite things in movies. Yeah, they, They're around a table and they have to figure out what they're going to do next. When the first two acts should have set up organically what they were going to do. While it's it doesn't it didn't break the movie for, for me at all, it's just one of those things that I'm like, Come on guys This should be an easy this But should be you love easy. the third act. I, I love the third act But it shouldn't work But it it does work At the same time But it shouldn't work Okay It should happen organically It didn't happen organically That's like mm-hmm. Like the, the, That's the biggest complaint I have, yeah. I have about this movie you're, you're gonna make a heist movie But it's not a heist movie At the same time Okay Like in heist movies They go over the plan Like a billion times so, yeah. you, so you, the audience, know what the plan is. Oh, so you want you want them I wanted, to tell us? I wanted. The, well, they didn't come up. They didn't have a plan until like two seconds before they did the actual yeah. heist. And that for it to be a That's heist true. movie, you need to know the details of the heist, so that way you know the audience knows what has to happen for it not to go wrong. So that way, when you, as the audience, you have to be like, oh, they need to do this thing. Let's hope nothing goes wrong. When yeah. they make it up on the spot, there's no drama.
3: Well, I think. Why they might have done that is because you already know they're going to steal the Death Star plans. Well, but you don't know how it's going to happen.
2: I know that. But uh, for a true heist movie to work, you yeah. need to know. But for
3: to make it random, it may like I was totally immersed in that, that whole third act. Absolutely. I was immersed in the whole movie. I mean, um, like I said, I love the whole pacing of the movie. I love the whole storytelling-wise of how they built up to that third act. But I i see what you mean i mean
2: i don't watch that many heist movies that's like the base of a heist movie it's the planning the planning is the most important part of the heist movie so that way when it comes to the part there needs to be a wrench in the plans and that is that is the heist is
3: technically not over until luke gives it to the rebellion Uh, i mean (laughs) luke yeah because luke hands off the droids him han and leia okay I mean, the heist so, technically isn't over until like, then. in so, this movie, what did
2: I miss? <laughs> you, got, you lost me for a second. It's, Holy
1: t- sh- it's technically
3: <laughs> an ongoing heist.
2: Um, that was my biggest. And then, um, the master switch coming out of nowhere, I, mid mid battle, the master switch thing with Bodhi. And oh, let's talk Who's about Bodhi, Bo- the pilot. Bodhi's the pilot. The thing <laughs> when he was when he was first captured by Saw, and then he gets like memory wiped by the beast and then yeah, they never that, bring that up ever again that,
1: that scene I I, like was, I thought that it,
3: it wouldn't have been different I thought that was going to be awesome like yeah, he was going to forget his memory they're going to try to make him remember and
2: he's going to be insane that could have been some great act 2 shenanigans that they could have got that it's into it's like
1: you're a pilot I'm a pilot
2: and he doesn't pilot ever again until like they drive into the shield yeah. he could have been doing some stuff up in the atmosphere he's a pilot he shouldn't have been on the ground but did that bother me Really? that
3: technically didn't really bother me
2: I don't know. If you're gonna play to the strengths of yeah. your crew in a suicide mission, you got to play to your strengths. And I think he was wasted on the ground. He could have like did a kamikaze into like the shield or something from below. Yeah, and took down the shield. That'd have been some cool, cool stuff. I like the way he died. I mean, I mean, I don't, random grenade. I mean, yeah, There's I don't,
3: no... I don't like the way he died because I, I wanted somebody you to wanted live.
2: A ceremonious die. A death I wanted from the... every single one.
3: Well, I wanted the pilot to live. I felt like he was going to live. Everyone, you know, everyone's like, like John Kenoki especially, you know, um, I don't know. Yeah, I think you said it too, Josh. You were like, you know everyone's going to die.
1: Yeah, because like in the of New Hope, they tell you that. Like, I was, I got
3: so lost during the second act to, into the third act. Like, I was so, like, lost, or er, er, immersed into the movie. Yeah. I forgot that there, were, I forgot that episode four was next. Like, I, <laughs> I forgot that they I get they the get Death the Star lake, plans. And I was like, oh, it's, right. it's a prequel. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I just go and
1: watch the rest of it now. But... That that that's
3: that's me though. But yeah. So I was like, I hope someone lives, and what would make the most sense is for the pilot to live. And I think that's what John Knooki didn't like is you bring in these new characters and you don't um, you don't have anyone live, you just kill them all. And I think he didn't like the way the um, he said there's no character development. And that's where I brought up. Well, in Fantastic Beasts, I didn't think there was any character development. And that's where I brought up the whole. Uh, tangent thing, but um, I don't know. I I was personally immersed. I've personally connected. To- you immersed. I was immersed. Immersed. I personally connected to these characters. I f- I, yeah, saw them, um, I saw them. I saw the over. Empire
2: killed my father and mother. Yeah, and I needed to blow up the Death Star. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 I connected with Jin. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I don't know. I I you know what I mean. I, like it I, didn't
2: bother me. There wasn't enough.
3: I felt like I saw them develop.
2: I personally saw them develop. It didn't bother me enough for it
3: to matter. I don't know. Did you see them develop at all? What do you think?
1: I saw them develop.
3: I personally saw them develop, in my opinion.
1: I saw most of them develop. Um, I was satisfied with the development of all of them. I do think, like... um, like, I'm kind of on both sides, like I'm yours and Chris. Because, like, some characters were, like, really developed, and when they did die, I was like, well, you know, I knew they would die, but I still felt kind of sad. I was like, well,
3: yeah. Well, especially Donnie Yen. I don't think anyone would Donnie A1 Yen's, Yen's death, I was like, ah.
1: Yeah. Now, I will say, back to the Master Switch thing, Um, watching it a second time, it kind of did bug me, not too much, though. It where, came out of nowhere, right? Where they were like, what's it look like? And then five minutes later, I go, that's the Master Switch! How do you know? Yeah, it just comes not out way. of nowhere. That's what made me a little well, was mad. He, was he there before? No, it was one of the soldiers who goes, that's right there. Because they were like, get the master switch. Oh, it's right there. He says the big switch or something. He goes, it's or- a big was, switch. That and was it was so l- confusing was
2: during little, this part. Yeah. The master switch where I was like, this, what is this? Like, You can't introduce a new concept like that in your heist plan. And then expect the audience to give a shit about it. Yeah. that was. I, was, I didn't care. I will say it's out that's of... That's
3: like introducing a character 30 minutes into the movie. Fantastic beast. Uh, I
2: knew you
1: were referencing <laughs> something. I was like, he's gonna say what? something. But um I will ask you i He was introduced you, thirty minutes into the Newt, movie Newt. He doesn't talk
3: until like the part where he's like come down into the into my briefcase. Like you don't really meet the character until thirty minutes into the movie.
2: Because Newt's character involves the beasts. That's yeah. when you see his true character.
3: I know, but then they doesn't develop anything
2: after that. That whole he learns. This movie. He learns to make friends. All right, it's about friendship. Rogue One. Hufflepuffs are loyal and they are hardworking, my friend. As a Hufflepuff, I know this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: there was no character development. That That's movie. fine. But back to Rogue One.
2: I believe Jin and Cassian were the only people that character developed in this entire movie.
1: I will, I will ask you guys this. Um, on a more fun note. Was there any Easter eggs you thought were kind of not necessary? Uh,
2: I didn't need to see the pig guy on Jeddah. I know that for sure.
1: How did, how'd they get off?
2: How'd they
3: get off? They were wanted. They had to leave. They had to leave? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think... Maybe I did, that was one of the 12 systems they're wanted on. The
2: 12 systems. systems. Uh, I didn't need to see C-3PO in RTU. I no. thought That was all right. That was like...
3: I mean, it was yeah. kind of like fun. It was fun to see them, but... It was yeah, you're right, it wasn't necessary. I guess it's just to show you what they're doing. I, guess, I actually like
2: the Princess Leia cameo. I liked it. Yeah. I did too. a lot of people don't like it. I thought it was really cool.
3: I I liked it to an extent, but I didn't need to see her face. I thought it would have been a lot more a lot cooler to Just not to see, see her
2: chest? Is that it? Is that all you is that all you care about? No, just to see her back. Like <laughs> sure... No, like it... <laughs> are you are you triggered? <laughs> wow, that guy. Um, I understand what you're saying I could have done with just the back shot also Her getting the orders and then It would be cool would from her perspective To go into light yeah. speed wouldn't it have been yeah. cool from her perspective From the back just go to light speed Right then and there Yeah, not see her
1: I love the uh, continuity of Darth Vader's look Because if you look in like um, The, the red tinted
2: the the And, and the uh, new his sash
1: Is like in the last two movies uh, What is it five and six the sash is like different it's like um i think in the first movie it's kind of like built under it and the other ones it's like outside of it or reverse that somewhere but this one if you watch um new hope the outfit's the same and then in, in the last two movies it's different kind of like the red lens is kind of gone but yeah do you i thought that was nice
2: do you like the fact that darth vader made a pun that,
1: no that was yeah that kind of got i mean to me.
2: <laughs> how about the anakin
3: if you if you watch
2: the I know Peoples, uh, yeah, Anakin yeah, yeah. kind of makes puns and clown and clown wars clone wars
1: I barely remember Clone Wars. Um,
2: clown, the Clown Wars. I um, <laughs> I think the audio for Darth Vader during that scene was kind of off a little bit. It sounded a little bit weird during that part. I think that's, Did you see yeah. it when you saw it twice? Did it sound a well, little off?
3: If you listen to kinda. Rogue One or uh, uh, Rebels, the TV show, I think that's what they were trying to make it sound like. Is what? Re- is there a different they way give it he sounds? Yeah, they give it more of a uh, like a mechanical. Feel I think like a raspy mechanical feel, like sound you know what I'm talking about like, like a uh, low auto tune like, almost yeah like uh no no you said yes too late it's it's like <laughs> a they put it uh, in there or something like to make it sound more like he's speaking through something
1: I think yeah yeah I know what you're saying where it's it's not muffled but like it's like I'm talking almost right now but they yeah, had like maybe like a 15 percent yeah. robot voice under like a, it was you know. it
3: was weird at first but I was. I don't know. I I was fine. I mean, it didn't really bother me after like the
2: last half of the movie. <laughs> I did, what other Easter eggs do you guys?
3: There's um Mustafar. Mustafar is his, really uh, cool. Vader's castle on Mustafar was freaking awesome. I'm
2: just surprised they didn't mention where it was like they mentioned all the other planets. I think below. that
3: was I mean, in a way, yes, I wish they would have said Mustafar because I would have stood up and clapped. But it was yeah, but
1: I feel like Brown right and you're like oh, it's Darth Vader. Yeah, but they probably um, want to be like oh, it's you know, oh, it's Darth Vader. Yeah, but if they didn't show Darth Vader in the trailer and that happened, I'd I be think like, oh it's kind of
3: cool that his castle, he chooses his castle on Mustafar. Yeah, because that's basically where he was like Darth Vader. He it's became. Just, Darth I love Vader. that.
2: I love that instantly, and I told Mara I loved it instantly because he just his own rage just fuels him because that's where he got defeated by his master, and he just he hates it. And he just uses that hate.
1: I like how when he's in the tank, too, it's kind of like... That's never, where he, you never see a vulnerable... back
2: to tank. Like,
1: yeah.
3: That was awesome. Yeah, when he's
1: in the tank, it's like, oh, like, dude... Did
3: you see the theory where they think the guy who goes up to kneel down to tell him Kranik's there... Is General like, Snoke. Is General Snoke? I don't think he is. I heard
2: about that room. It's just a... it's just a
3: Because they say that's like the archetypes of something, of the Sith, and they worship the dark side, and they think maybe Snoke... Like, the theory is Snoke could be worshiping Vader, and that's why he helps out on Mustafar, or...
2: He's like his assistant. I think I'm gonna watch a New Hope tonight, just cause I'm actually gonna listen during that intelligent briefing that they have at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, us, like in about, the morning. He talk, did
3: thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> He's like on the marathon. He's like, on. Um,
2: the part where uh, they talk about the Clone Wars in the Senate. Yeah, coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um,
3: I like. I I mean, the only thing else I can... I mean, do you want to talk... Let's just talk about likes and dislikes real quick, and then we'll talk about like our final summaries. And our and, favorite part. And, and then we'll grade, yeah. Favorite part's going to be fun. So do you want to talk about dislikes first or favorite?
2: Uh, Dislikes. Okay. Uh, I feel like... <sighs> I feel like there was something missing between the Sal Guerrera and Jin Orso parts that seemed a little off. The... I know John Kinoki didn't absolutely hated Soul Guerrero. Did he really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, the part with the the memory monster that ruins your life or mind takes your mind away. They didn't. Nothing happened. There was no repercussions yeah. for that. Um. I didn't really like the shot of her crying. Her fake like close up shots of her crying, like they they just dwelled on it too much. I don't know. Me personally, I was like, yeah. okay, this is a lot of crying. Face shots. That was that was pretty much my dislikes. I already told you guys what. You know, some Donnie Yen lines didn't really deliver it for me, mm-hmm. and I really wish he would have used the Force, mm-hmm. like physically well, used the Force. I like
3: how he's basically the bridge for, of the Church of the Force, mm-hmm. but he's also it's also called the Guardians of the the Willis or yeah.
2: That's um. Did you know that the 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 scrolls, the scrawl yeah is supposed to be from like scrolls from the from the church of the willis of the Willis, really? yeah that's apparently like the scribes write this well that's
3: what lucas was calling the first movie originally what it was called uh guardians of the willis hmm. because or, or something like that he 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 because he was writing it of the he was writing it of the
2: perspective of the yeah. guardian of the willis <laughs> or whatever that's why that, that would have been dope so if, if
3: you think about it
2: it's a story.
1: Star Wars story. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of neat. There's a dislike I didn't talk about yet. And Let's go ahead. Okay, tell us your dislike. Freaking force Whitaker, man. I I feel like he... You was... don't
0: like my acting?
1: No, I don't, force. Not in this one. I feel like there are some scenes... I know all the scenes are in pretty much. I think we see a total, like, what, maybe 10 minutes, maybe, at max. I feel like he's overacting a lot. And I, under- I can understand, like, he's kind of crazy. I like his backstory. Um, The squid scene, like you said, I feel like... you have a they... long
2: way to go. Are you here to kill me? Jen?
1: Are you here to kill me? Like,
2: <laughs> did, you, did you see the pilot react when he did that? Yeah, he was. Did like, you guys notice that when the pilot no. reacted? The pilot reacted to him breathing. Yeah. I think the pilot knew who Darth Vader was. That's why he like No, that's
1: <gasps> That's kind I, of a cool little detail. That's, that's, that's cool. it. That and a little goosebumps. That's that. the only know. thing I got cool. from
2: that scene. And then his memory got taken away. But then he got better real fast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're a pilot. I'm, a pilot. I'm
2: the pilot. He's like, I'm the pilot. Maybe he really did forget. Are you the fly. pilot?
1: He goes, I'm the pilot. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of cool. Game I mean, is going with us. <laughs> Let's go. go on an
3: adventure. Um, but I wish they would have played with that a little more of him trying to remember.
2: Yeah, that was a. I, I guess was,
3: that's a dislike for me. But continue with that, your that dislikes.
1: Was, that was pretty much it. Like everything else, I didn't really have complaints about. Did um, you hear the reshoot yeah.
2: in the in the before the reshoots? Every, like a bunch of. Like Jin survived and Cassian survived, and yeah. then after the reshoots, no one survived. Well, I'm I mean, glad. I think I, it's better I, that way. Yeah, though. I think it's
3: better they all died.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: My dislikes are. And they got
2: rid of the Bothans in the movie.
3: My yeah, well the but Bo- no, that's six. The Bothans, many Bothans died. It and Return of the Jedi was that it? Yeah, for the second dark Star plans. Oh no, no, I trust me. um my dislikes were nitpicks in the, in, while I was watching the movie, and I quickly got over them, was the use of the Death Star, but I understood you have to make the Death Star menacing.
2: How did you guys feel about the Death Star not blowing up the planet, but like blowing it up very slowly? Well, it makes
3: sense to him saying, let's see the full power of this battle station. At
2: the beginning of A New Hope?
3: Yeah, when they blow up Alderaan. Because mm-hmm.
2: then, like, when then first, you get to yeah. see...
3: Well, if you see it this way, you get uh, this movie and then A New Hope, you see how it um, you see it, it's uh, menace- ne- menacingness, or if that's a word. It is now. You see it. <laughs> in the Urban Dictionary. Uh, beat, be- beat that. It, it sounds like, it, it just seems like it, it builds up its menacingness, I guess, it builds up its – Because
1: then you're like, what can it really do? Yeah. You know? And then
3: you see it blow up a planet. You're like, well, how are they going to – what are they going
1: <laughs> to do? What are they going to do? are they going to They got to find that flaw. I like how after the first planet they blow up, the guy's like, and that's just a quarter seeing, of what it can like do. Like I said, seeing yeah. Leia's
3: face kind of bugged me. I'd rather just seen her back. And like you said, that could have been cool to see the ship expand from her per- perspective or behind her back. Hackers, um, yeah. The amount of times they said hope in this movie – what are you talking about? They said hope what? way too much. That was the best part. Rebe- oh, yeah. Rebellions, Rebellions, Rebellions are, built are built on hope. <laughs> <laughs> At the end, um, the hope. I'm
2: just glad she didn't say a new hope. Oh my Apparently, gosh. that's the name of her, her Corvette. I, I is that w- true? What? The name of her Corvette is uh, a new hope. Leia's ship.
3: No, it's uh, the one that she's on? Yeah. Because no, that's Captain Antilly's ship.
2: What, a new hope?
3: Yeah. It's... um. It's called the T. It starts with a T. It's like something for the Tavan Tavan four, four, something like that. Dantooine. Dantooine. The rebel base is on Dantooine. But um, the only other thing is, I wish the pilot would have lived. I felt like that would have been more meaningful to his character. I guess. I I I, I just wanted no, I to see. I think I
2: think he deserved to die. He defected. I guess. Rebel scum. Sol Guerrero not the having... The Did you
3: think Sol Guerrero had a more... Uh, do, you, do you think he could have had a more meaningful death?
2: Um. In... What did he it, say? That he wasn't going to run anymore? And then yeah, he just yeah. he just took it like in the face? I
3: just wish his death was a little more meaningful. Like, if, if someone would have came aboard the thing and killed him. Him protecting Jen. Like, I, I him protecting Jen Orso, I think, would have made a little
2: more sense.
1: Yeah. No, I agree with
2: that. Um, I don't know, but... Two father figures die for her in less than twenty four hours. It seems like it just. I mean, that's got to wreck your your whole your whole thing. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: yeah. So you want to talk about? Let's talk about likes and favorites. All right, so Vader.
1: Vader scene at the end. One do, one our
3: favorite scene? Do you
2: think that scene could have been better if they he if he actually mowed down the rebels, like Jin Cassian? If he killed them, uh, I
0: think it, no.
3: Because I mean, I like what they did. Oh, I, I love
2: what they did too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's some great stuff.
3: I, I don't think so.
2: How about the part where um Johnny Yan goes, darkness swirls around a person, around a force user who's about to kill. Yeah. The first time you see Darth Vader, he's shrouded in darkness. Yeah. I was like, that is the coolest thing I've ever seen.
1: That is pretty neat. I like the uh the the pilots when they're at the end. I like. the Goal leader here.
2: Oh yeah, the oh goal, lead, goal leader. Oh my God! Goal leader, red leader.
1: Yeah, that's a And number five that. got shot. And that's the spot Luke takes. Yeah, Number five. Was, yeah, I was like, oh, this is this is just.
3: Cool. Apparently, you can see the ghost, the ship from Rebels in that scene when they all show up, hmm. which is kind of neat. And then the the droid
1: chopper is in the one shot. The hammerhead Corvette was pretty cool.
3: That, okay, yeah. Let's so just name all your favorite parts, Josh. It was
1: basically uh, Vader, hammerhead Corvette. The the pilots are pretty cool. Yeah. Even with the Easter egg in it, um, the whole third act as a whole was like my favorite part. Yeah. And then, um, that's the gist of my favorite part. I like the whole movie as a whole, but like if I had to choose, like maybe five or six scenes, they're all coming from that third act. Chris Hawk, I love
2: I love the part where. I think my absolute favorite part of the movie is when Cassian and Jin die. I really do think that it's. I think yeah. it was one of the most beautiful shots in the entire movie Them just They're holding on to each other And they just die Which happens in like Deep Impact And Watchmen And it just mm-hmm. It's just It's beautiful It's a beautiful moment Because they're about to die And It's crazy to think Um How like in Don, uh, Donnie Darko We all die alone Yeah They actually didn't They didn't die alone mm-hmm. Um And I think it's very beautiful That um they, at the beginning, she didn't want nothing to do with the rebellion, and in the end, she died for it. And I think self-sacrifice is a big uh, theme of this movie. And I and I really do believe that because you see, at the end, you see the rebels dying to give this encryption of the Death Star to get it free. Yeah. Um, you see, you see a lot of people giving up their lives for. You know, all the Mon Calamari instantly going into battle as soon as Jin, as soon as they know that Jin and, and her ragtag group are there. You see you see so many people sacrifice, so many rebels sacrifice mm. for, the, for the rebellion. And it's the um, self sacrifice was, uh, was really cool to see it. You weren't just seeing the heroes being, uh, you know, selfless. You were yeah. seeing other rebels be selfless also.
1: I thought it was pretty cool. So the third act, when um, they're all like, okay. Like, when um, everyone's, like, just getting out of there. They're like, okay, I made the Force with the Rogue One. And they get out. When everyone's warping out, when Vader's ship arrives, some and dude then, warps sh- into it. Yes. I was like, yes! <laughs> I wanted to see that happen. That's, That's like, so it amazing. It's like Vader has I was arrived. like, it can happen. They proved it. I was so happy with that.
3: My favorite parts were uh, the pacing. I thought the pacing in the storytelling of this movie was, like I said earlier, was good. Um, the rivalry between Jin and director Cranick, I really liked. Uh Johnny Ann's character, I thought, and his friend, the guard, his, his guardian, cool, yeah. rough gun guy. Yeah, he was awesome when he murdered Hallway to Those guys, he was like, up, 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 up.
1: I was like, he Spawn oh. killed him. Oh yeah, did- <laughs> they came out of the Spawn. Okay,
3: that was pretty dope. Seeing Mustafar again excited my love for the prequels. Hammerhead Corvette was
1: obviously that was so cool.
2: Both. At first, at first it was like a little cheesy and i was like i i think i like where this is going (laughs) i think i like where this is going and then he he, the that cgi of them running into each other was pretty great oh it was awesome yeah
1: i thought it was cool but, um, but one quick i like how um when in the beginning when he was like take your family they can live with you while you build it and then you realize like how chris said like a couple minutes ago or so he was like you know how it shows like good's not always good you know bad's not always bad when those ships crash, like even in the first like movie, or so when the Death Star blows up, there's families on there that are living there too. Yeah, they're like, well, my dad just built it, or you know, like, or someone that's an engineer. Oh, like they're dead.
2: Did you see Coruscant in the movie? No, they show Coruscant. Yeah, they oh, show.
3: oh, when they're on, yeah. what, in the flashback, in the flashback, they're on Coruscant. Yeah. Oh, let's see, I'm showing see, the prequel some love. I love just that. Just right. raise it
1: a little number for me. <laughs>
3: I also liked uh, the space battle and the on-world battle in Scarif. I thought those were awesome. It was very suspenseful. It had me on the edge of my seat. I was excited. The space battle reminded me of what they did in the beginning of Episode 3. Uh, it also, made it also to me, felt like I, I, something war. I should see in Star Wars. A war. It was oh, an, yeah.
2: atu- an actual war. An actual war. The beginning of the war.
1: Um, I like how it made the...
3: Uh... Let me go over John some of John Kanoki's likes real quick. Uh, he likes, you know, the blind guy Donnie Yen. He mm-hmm. liked, Chirrut. he liked his uh, connection to the Church of the Force. He liked the whole Jedi City sh- scene and Dude, sh- the Jetta, camera Jetta was shots. One of my favorite was freaking scenes, freaking awesome. He, I think, he liked. That's uh, where the Order
2: of the Jedi was founded, right? Where? Jedi. Uh,
3: I believe so. I don't know exactly. Because
2: they had the Jedi temples there. It's named Jedi. You know what's pretty cool is, and you found crystals there. I'm pretty sure that's where the Jedi.
3: You know what's pretty cool is, um. Well, I think there's different – there's multiple caves for kyber crystals in the Star Wars universe.
2: Kyber crystals.
3: But I liked seeing the uh, statue, the fallen statue of the Jedi in the ground on Jeddah, yeah. because now when you see Obi-Wan, I think you your imagery is going to point to that. Exactly. And you're going to see more of him as a legend. And I think that's I, – I just think that imagery is going to be awesome. Um, He also liked Tarkin's interactions, but didn't like the CGI. Um, He liked the beach planet, Mustafar. John apparently did not like Vader's castle. Um, But, yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, what else can we talk about? I I like
1: how they show the uh, AT-ATs that they were actually cargo transporters. Yeah, because like my mom was like, "Why does one like have a hole in it?" That's well, stupid. As a like, mom, they're
3: cargo transporters. Because the Clone Wars, they had cargo ships. Yeah, like in Attack of the Clones, they they fly them around and stuff. Like
1: how they made them scary too. Like because remember, like watching the original, it was like, oh, it, oh they got me, four. Yeah,
3: how about the camera shots? And, yes. And the way the perception of things, mm-hmm. like from like big looking to looking small, to Rod, they're like,
1: oh, yeah, like, yeah,
3: it looked so cool on
1: screen. And Donnie like, Yen was like, Ron, <laughs> 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 was, I'm white, I'm getting the heck out of here.
2: Donnie Yen was actually pretty funny in this movie too.
1: I'm blind. Why are you putting a bag over my head? So, do you want to. Blind!
2: Wanna, <laughs> How long are we running? We've been doing 53 this. minutes. That's
3: it? Yeah. Okay. Do you want to talk about like final summaries and our grades then?
2: Sure.
1: Let's get into that. Do you want to go first or should we make John? All right, go first. You want me to go first? You have to go on first episode. Okay. This going to be a little. Okay. Do you want to do John's in yours? Because you have John's message.
3: Um, John didn't give me his grade.
1: Okay. So, I mean zero. What's your thought? Um, <laughs> unless it's there, I'll,
3: I'll look at it. Um, I wanted to say Gareth Edwards gives us a good American Godzilla, American, uh, and now he gives us our. In my opinion, he gives us our Star Wars back, and um, I think honestly, it's a real fresh look at what Lucasfilm can do under Disney. Uh, to all the directors that are directing the next Star Wars stuff, take notes from Gareth Edwards. Notes. Is all I'm saying. Notes. Um. I want Gareth Ed- – Fire uh, – what's his name that did J- Jurassic J- World? Oh, uh, Spielberg?
2: Colin T- trevor Roo, No. Is that what his name is? Yes.
3: Whoever did Jurassic World directing episode nine. Get- Calm Gareth down. Ed-
2: get- Calm down. What? He could be good. Obviously. He's- Remember, he didn't write Jurassic – well, yeah, yeah, he did. He was told what to do, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But it's not going to be that that's bad. That's probably
3: why they hired him. But uh, Gareth Edwards, I think, should direct episode nine. Let him direct episode nine.
1: Or at least be on it to co-direct. Have
3: them do another Star Wars. <laughs> but I want more Star Wars like this. Um, I can't really explain it, but this gives me that Star Wars feel and touch. Like I was saying, like I, this, this feels like Star Wars to me. This this felt like a fresh story and how you can treat nostalgia seriously with less meta and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, as a Star Wars fan, this makes me happy. I'm happy. Gareth edwards I, I thank Gareth
2: edwards mario loved this movie I loved um
3: it. overall had a lot of fun more so than i did with force awakens i thought it was a better film from pacing the storytelling standpoint while watching it i got lost in the movie watching the events unfold it was very star wars in me like i've said a bazillion times my dislikes don't overcloud my likes bazinga and what i appreciate <laughs> and especially what i appreciated from the movie I gave this movie
1: a nine out of ten. Whoa! Uh, I guess what, the highest movie you rated this no, year. No, it's it? not. But well, what was the other one you rated? Hell, High Water was yeah. the highest rated. But you gave it a perfect ten
2: out of ten. I did. Did you? Oh my
3: god! But I after, it
1: but, <laughs> <laughs>
3: but watching it at home, I had to, I had to put it up from number one on my top ten. What? I had to move it from number one because I watched it, it at home World recently. World. Yeah, and I don't know. It just, I didn't have that same feel coming out of the theater. <laughs>
2: Should've never watched it. <laughs> Should have never watched it. Josh, I'll go next. Because you're probably not ready. Go
1: next.
2: Okay. <laughs> so Star Wars Rogue One, an anthology story, was what I wanted it to be. And it was entertaining. And that's all I wanted. I wanted it to be I just wanted to know the last story of the rebels who got a hold of the Death Star plans to save the rebellion. And that's what I got. And I was entertained all the way through. I think Jin, my biggest fear was her not emoting enough. And I, it was, she was actually, other than the robe, uh, K2, Mm -hmm. I think she was my favorite part of the movie. I, I felt she could have, if I think she could have been a great Ray if she had the opportunity, but maybe, who knows? I think that Felicity Jones has leading lady qualities and I loved her. Sorry, Brittany. I loved her. <laughs> I um, The action scenes of the Act 3 was some I will have to say was the best action, the best 30 minutes of action I've ever seen in a movie in a long time. It's just from from the beginning to end, no holds barred action of Jonathan Field, Field Ride. And while it shouldn't work, it did work. And I think that's why I liked it so much. It's because it defied the odds. And the the vader cherry on top. Oh gosh, yeah. Just so you can lead into A New Hope was some great stuff. I love the fact that Skywalkers weren't in this. I love the fact that there're hardly any Jedi. Well, Jedis.
3: technically Skywalker was in this. That's true. Um
2: no, that was Lord Vader. Remember that. <laughs> From uh, a certain point of view. <laughs> <laughs> There's always a bigger fish. <laughs> I um, I enjoy this movie a lot, even with its problems. I still think it's adequate. When you go to watch the movies again, Rogue One needs to be part of your viewing order. Oh,
3: I, you know, I was gonna add on. Um, I think you can definitely rewatch this. I think this is a no. You movie, only,
2: you only can watch this movie one time. No,
3: I think you can no, rewatch it's it's this any Rogue time. one. Yeah, it's More called Rogue animal. One, not, not Rogue, Rogue Two, and see it again. <laughs> yeah. Right.
2: No, you only once you saw this movie once you can never watch it ever again. Watch it, Josh has a death wish. Yeah. When Josh sees it one more time, he has to die.
3: He has seven weeks to live. He has seven Seven weeks weeks to live or days. What is it? Days. Whatever. Seven days to die. Seven days. Seven days to
1: die. Greatest game of the year. Horrible game of the year. Horrible game.
2: game. I um the only problem is that this movie might make you might have to might assumes that you know what a new hope is. Kind of. Yeah. So if you didn't know anything
3: just like Fantastic Beasts, in Darth, a lot Vader, of ways.
2: Darth Vader, like for you, would be like the craziest villain ever in the last yeah, five that's seconds. That's true. Like if you didn't know what A New Hope was, you're like,
3: what is what is going on? You better go watch New Hope. You better go watch it. Yeah. But I
2: think um Rogue One, A New Hope, become a great doubleheader movie now. Yeah. Like I just it's it's a four hour movie. Pretty much. And I I love it. And I think this is uh it goes you were 1 2 3 3.94 5 6 7. That's 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 the viewing order now. <laughs> uh, I give Rogue One a it's a must see because it's a Star Wars movie and it's a good movie, it's entertaining. While it is not the it's not the most solid Star Wars movie, it is definitely one of the most entertaining. The the last part of uh, Rogue One might be the most entertaining out of all the Star Wars movies. The last 30 minutes I, and I truly believe it can it can stand up there with um, the fight scene in Empire. I have John's grade. Did you just ask him right yes. now? Yes,
3: he gives it a seven out of ten as That's well. Not as bad as Nick Kno- He either. says he says it's not bad,
2: but it's just not as solid as it could have been in his opinion. That was that was my main. That was my. Main. It's not as solid, but it's not sloppy either. Yeah, okay. and I think it strengthens both the prequels and the originals. Because that retcon man that re- that 40 year retcon you can't beat a 40 year retcon like that
3: yeah it does it does it does mesh them together well so it, good. it does it does make i think it does make people i think it will make people appreciate the prequels more and i think it will make people um
2: jimmy smith more... man jimmy smith you can't beat that bail organa you can't yeah. beat that
3: i think it will make people um more excited to re-watch the originals
2: so, Star Wars Rogue One for Chris Hawk is, from the Chris Taka grade, is a must-see. Absolutely buy it when it gets out, because if you don't own all the Star Wars movies, and you're not a true Star Wars fan. True. True.
1: It better come out in Steelbook. That's all, all right.
2: I'm gonna say. Josh. Josh.
1: All right, so. Final summary and grade. It's going to be a final short summary, but here we go. So, as I already said, my likes and dislikes, I went in. Um, so, believe it or not, uh, fun fact. I told Mario before we even like bought tickets for everyone. He was like,
2: "You already saw it on Blue- you already saw a bootleg, and I you're you already no. did." I don't yeah.
1: bootleg. I should have bootlegged a Rob Zombie movie. We got that later though. No, uh, so. oh that
2: terrible Rob Zombie movie. I bought thirty one. I bought it. No, you bought it. No, I, we'll you bought it,
1: it? Cause it was fifteen dollars. Um, boy, wasn't that worth it? But anyways, um. <laughs>
2: Back to, uh, Josh, I warned you that it wasn't worth it.
1: Chris Rock did say that. Movie, was like, the, like,
3: what episode was that? Three? Four?
2: <laughs> Way back? I was trying to trigger Josh, but at the same time, I was warning you. I
1: feel like even your brother would be like, this is horrible. And he likes Rob Zombie. And he Zambi. loves Rob Zombie. And I love Rob Zombie. Um, but anyways, um I was like, I'm more excited for La La Land. Not this. If it turns to be bad, oh well. <laughs> and I went in, and I was like, well, damn. This movie's great. Well, I love it. saw it twice already within the span of like a week. And um just... To me, like, when I saw it by myself with you guys, well, not you guys, with Mario, uh, our friend Scott, and our friend TJ, I was like, this is a great Star Wars movie, and to my personal opinion, I think it has some of the coolest Star Wars scenes mm-hmm. in all Star Wars movies, mm-hmm. you know? And definitely, that Vader scene was a cherry on top, like Chris said. They could have showed it, and I was like, okay, but since they showed it, I was like, well, damn. Like my could, They like,
2: actually could have put it in the climax, boom. instead of being at the end of the movie. But yeah. know, it's whatever. And, um...
1: I like how it represented how, like, literally they got just out of there by, like, the hair of their chin. And they almost died to get these plants. I was like, the actor represented it well. And going in, I was like, well, we know what's going to happen. How are they going to, like, wow us? You know? Mm -hmm. How are they going to be like, they have great actors, cool, whatever. How are they going to wow us? I'm going to see something. And they showed us. Gareth Edwards, you're a freaking genius most of the time. Um i love this movie from start to finish even though i gave some crap to the first act and some to the second act like we all agree the third act was phenomenal and it mm-hmm. has one of the coolest 30 minute action scenes and by 30 minutes we don't mean like michael bay Transformers much <laughs> i mean like it owned like it, it was like this is what it is we're gonna own it they owned it they didn't they went all out fireworks but a boom happy new year's pretty much it's coming up soon um if i had to write this movie. What would you
2: guys think I'm rating it before I say it? Just go. I think you're just gonna give it a seven out of ten.
1: What are you gonna give? Them? What do you think I'm gonna give it? Uh, an eight. I'm giving it a nine. Really? Ooh. This is for the highest rated movie of the year before I watch La La Land. Because that might be higher. Because I've heard a lot of good stuff about. La La hopefully, Land. I felt like Josh yeah. is
2: super hype
1: about La La Land. I hopefully am ridiculously
2: hyped. <laughs> this is for a musical too. I actually really? know the ending to La La Land on accident. And I'm still hyped for it. Yeah, so much. I'm
1: still hyped for
3: it. I really hope that your expectations don't get ahead of you in for la la land i, I hope you don't like choke
2: it. on your aspirations i hope
3: it doesn't 31 for you, <laughs> you
2: don't choke.
1: but yeah a 9 out of 10 um now just a heads up too when we do our top 10 eventually i might throw ratings out the window just go from rewatchability over time and how i thought about it over time. you throw what out the window ratings sometimes okay it's like i can have like a crap movie in my top 10 and you're like why because i rewatched it i liked it more but um i might not though but mm-hmm. this will definitely, I'm guaranteeing it will be one of my top fives
2: I use the force with my ratings It's all about, it's all about my feelings <laughs>
1: Yeah <laughs> Search I, I think we can all agree though
3: um, That everyone has a different opinion about Not only the movie as a whole But stuff in the movie And mother, look They, they got went, the
2: master switch They
3: got, the, they got a <laughs> master
2: switch song oh my God. On the
3: CD I am triggered
1: right now I, gonna, hope, I hope you love that well, song. Oh, my God. Well, this time it, it plays the track, and it's like, there it is. Next track. <laughs> <laughs> the song. It's the guy going, there's a switch. it. <laughs> I guess the next song. <laughs> it goes to Donnie Yen. Oh, my switch. goodness. <laughs> oh, my God. I,
3: but like I said before, like each Star Wars is uh, has its own spin on the, the franchise, and I think everyone has a certain favorite. And that's why, like, people have lists. Um do we want to do our Star Wars lists? I mean, this obviously isn't in my list because I, I don't. Re-watch. C- I'm still in the process of rewatching them all. Okay, this isn't in my list because I don't count as an episode. Only episodes go in my list. I'm gonna count it on the list. Really? Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? I don't know. I just I only count episodes in my list. You should do, two but lists. I think this is one of the best I've seen, and I like how it ties both prequels and original trilogy together. Um, so Chris Hawk said, "Must see, must buy."
2: And then Josh if and Mario, Josh and Mario have a pair of nines, a pair of nines.
1: Pair of nines.
2: That is rug one. And then Kanoki gave it a, star- a
1: seven, which is like a ten for us. I'll take it.
2: Yeah,
3: t- both connect, both Kanokis gave it a seven and ten. Which, if you add it together, it's a fourteen out of ten. Wow, so, crazy. Crazy. that's crazy. That's more than perfect. Wow. That's, a, so, so that's a, you, a
2: unicorn baby. That's
3: what that is. That's, that's what if, it is. If you combine their brains, they both liked it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's time I see. Are oh, you loved? Rogue one <laughs> who said that <laughs> your whole family your, your whole family
2: <laughs> that is rogue one a star wars story
1: recommendations or no It's up to you, Chris you guys got recommendations you while. You've seen I, a I have before. a recommendation
3: what's your rec um we could recommend there's a documentary on netflix i don't i don't think i did it at all recently but um
1: the dv1 no okay good
3: no no um it's a documentary about Spock uh, is about Lennon Nimoy. Uh, his son is the director of it. Um, it's called For the Love of Spock, and it's a pretty pretty good documentary about – Is um, Shatner in it? Yeah, he, he talks to Shatner about Leonard and stuff. Um, I think not only does it show Spock, but it shows how he kind of was the backbone of the show and – it's, it's a really good documentary. If you like documentaries and you like Star Trek, uh, definitely watch For the Love of Spock.
1: Okay. Chris, off.
2: I don't have one. Josh?
1: Uh, Forever Free uh, on PS4 is a game called Let It Die. Download it. It's a Josh game. It's a great Josh game.
2: Play it. If you like Dark
1: Souls, play this
2: game. Oh, my goodness. We are Cinema 7. You can find us on the interwebs at Cinema 7 Podcast. Is it underscore? Podcast? Oh, yeah, underscore podcast.com. On, no, on Twitter. On Twitter. You can find us on iTunes. If you find us on iTunes, subscribe and then review. Give us some stars. Give us six stars.
3: <laughs> Going GTA against Virginia laws. Go Going GTA.
2: <laughs> and then we're also on the Facebook. Look us up on the Facebook. Just yes. doing a seven. Yeah, and we'll review some of your favorite movies. That's true.
3: We haven't gotten any yet. Josh put up a review of. Uh, Kicks, kicks that. It's no
2: on, on uh, Redbox, and I've wanted to see that because it it's about shoes, and I yes. love me some shoes.
3: I
1: thought it was great. You
3: also got a. What's the other one you just bought and watched? Thirty-one. As well? No, besides that.
1: Uh, besides that crap fest. Oh, um, I. Uh... Oh, I am not a serial killer. That's what it is. Yeah. <gasps> well, Christopher, Christopher Lloyd. Read. Is it good? Do not read what it's about. I read it afterwards. And I was like, this ball is kind of the cool twist I didn't know about. But halfway through, they t- they show you something, and you're like, what the. F- can't say it. I, kinda, I already told Mario. Mario goes, "What?" I said, "You just gotta watch the movie. I can't wait." I, I cannot wait! It's insane. It's... I want.
2: I wanted to watch that movie all year.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's on Netflix, and I, I showed you a soundtrack of like Benny's song. I'm like, "This is so like Josh." And I was like, "I know. Is that has a hipster song? No, I never heard of it. I was like, this is a great song. This yeah. is. really like, just Josh." So
2: our next, our next podcast will be about La La Land. Yes, please. Yes. And then the end of the year top ten. Look for our best end of the award. year top ten list, yep, which should yep. be coming in the new year.
0: Yeah.
2: As always, we are Cinema Seven. Thank you for listening which, with us. Thank you for watching with wait, us. Wait. What's I up? just
3: want to let you know I screwed this up like three to four times while you were gone. Yes he did. He <laughs> could so did the I, outro, right? I was like uh
1: He was like, Thank you for lives, Listen li- li- Squat listen. <laughs>
0: Squat.
3: <laughs> 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 okay, you can finish Good Thank talking.
2: you, thank you for exploring with us. We are Cinema Seven. <laughs>